Day number four here at SEC Media Days here in Nashville. Jason Swain joining us here, of course, the Swain event. You got WNML in Knoxville, the whole deal. Uh, of course, Tennessee on day number four. First of all, thanks for joining. We do appreciate it. So what, what is Josh Heupel's biggest challenge going into this season in terms of the roster, the offensive defense? You tell me where you're focused. The bar was raised last year. Last year you went 11-2, and I don't think a lot of people expected this team to go 11-2. But now that's the expectation, I think, moving forward. So for Josh Heupel, how do you produce the same results with a different roster, especially at the quarterback position? Uh, you lost some guys to the NFL. So how do you continue to meet those expectations of winning double-digit games in a season? It is, so the offense has creates this really high floor for the team because they're just going to be good even with like average play at left tackle or average. You know, the receivers are going to be excellent, but just even losing two guys to the NFL – Hooker's obviously the big loss. He's been here all week talking about Joe, how good Joe Milton's going to be and how much he's learned. What have you seen from Joe Milton in terms of his development that tells you this is the year that he has the best season of his entire career? I think Joe learned how to be a leader. I think he also learned how to be a pro. And you have to be a pro before you're a pro. And Hendon was that for Tennessee last year. I think Joe got a chance to really learn that uh, up close and personal because those guys were roommates. Uh, together, Joe's always had the physical abilities, but it's the it's the other part of the game that probably uh, was the missing piece for Joe to be the quarterback that everyone thought he was going to be. I, I think he's going to be that this year. When you look at the defense, I think there's a lot of talk about sort of depth. I think even Brian Kelly at LSU on Monday was like, look, we don't have national championship depth yet. Certainly Tennessee is not where LSU is, but they're trying to get there. Uh, the, de the defense has been solid. It's been good enough to win them a bunch of games. But now they're going to go up against the team. All these teams that they're going to play on the schedule are all basically even, which I think one of the things that I've learned this week is I have no clue who's going to be good in this, in this conference. But it's going to be very dramatic. So depth on defense. Who are the pieces that need to be, become stars and, and actually develop into big-name players for Tennessee to actually find that depth on defense? I think it starts up front. I mean, Amar Thomas, he had a big game against Florida, getting in, getting in the backfield and uh, created negative plays. Uh, Tyler Barron has played since he's been a freshman. It's time for him to really take over on the defensive line. Aaron Beasley, uh, we saw what he did late in the season last year, especially in the Orange Bowl, but now it's time to do it for an entire season. He is the linebacker there. Uh, in secondary, they just got to put it all together, stay healthy, be confident. I think for Willie Martinez uh, and the defensive unit, they have options. There were times last year where Guys were getting beat, but you didn't have anybody else to replace them, so you had to roll with them. And I think you have options this year uh, in the back end. When you look at uh, – tell me what Knoxville was like last year for uh, – you had obviously the Alabama game, but just in general as the season builds and as the season goes, uh, can you try to explain what, what just living around town, driving around town, being in town was like last year for Tennessee fans? People were happy. I mean – you went on Saturday, you go to the grocery store on Sunday, like people are really, really happy. And you can, you can just tell that Knoxville is a football town. Knoxville is really centered around the success of the Tennessee football program. So the air was cleaner, the water was fresher, uh, people were more happy, didn't have people honking at you on the, <laughs> uh, on the highway. It really was just a different town. People were spending money, so businesses were able to benefit from uh, Tennessee football winning. Uh, can you explain, like, eight, let's say eight and four, pretty good offense. Joe Milton has the best season of his career. Defense is solid, but still some depth issues. They beat Florida on the road, let's say. They lose to Bama. They lose to Georgia. They, they go eight and four, but it still looks good. It still is fun every Saturday, and they're recruiting well. 
what is what does the vibe in the fan base feel like in December? That's a good question, Brayden, because you you won eleven games in year number two, year number three, guys are supposed to be better. Your program is supposed to be in a better place, more depth, more talent. Eight and four sounds like there's an injury or a significant player getting hurt. If you if you go eight and four, there's gonna be disappointment. But if you recruit at a very, very high level, I think people would, would, would be okay and buy that knowing that it is a long-term uh, rebuild. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you, Brayden, that people will be you know, smiling and happy and not honking at you uh, going 8-4 and four because one of those four teams beating Tennessee is a team that shouldn't beat Tennessee. It was kind of like South Carolina last year. They played great. They were awesome. It was their night. But Tennessee was a better team throughout the season. Carolina was the best that day. You can't have that happen two times. Let me go rapid fire here quickly. Uh, do you have a feeling LSU or Alabama in the West, if you had to pick? I'm going to Alabama. I'm taking talent. I'm taking Nick Saban. I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, just forget about how great Nick Saban is. So I'm going to Alabama. Georgia wins every game in the regular season. They win the SEC championship. They win the national championship. They don't do any of that. Where are you at with Georgia? New quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised if they trip up once, but I still think they will be one of the four teams at the end. It's funny. I think if they win all 12 regular season games, they're not winning the Natty. But if they fall to Auburn or Tennessee, I think they come back and they win the whole thing. Is that, is that crazy? I agree. I mean, new quarterback, there's bound to be a little bit of a hiccup, and then he's going to learn from that. you got players around him that's going to help him. So, yeah, I see that happening. Which team do you like more than everybody else? Um, I like LSU. I mean, I, I like how Brian Kelly has gotten used to being an LSU coach. And I think that confidence is going to wear off on the rest of the team. So they've always had talent. Uh, I like Brian Kelly offensively. And I like, I like how, you know, he, he walks his walk and talks his talk. I, I do. It's very quiet confidence. He's kind of chill. It's kind of chill about it. Uh, Jason Swain, of course, we do appreciate you. Uh, Swain event, WNML in Knoxville as well. Uh, obviously, appreciate you hanging out here. Day number four, thanks for listening and watching everybody here on the 440 Sports Network.